world of real and virtual auto sport meets. Mad Sim Racing Media presents the Into the Apex Podcast. And it's the Into the Apex Podcast for MadSimRacing.com. Uh, back again for episode 10, another week. And uh, we're talking about the, if you follow social media for iRacing, we're talking about the latest kind of uh, mysterious, I guess you want to say, uh, tweet that the official iRacing.com twi- uh, Twitter account posted over the past week on November 18th. Uh, they put up a, a single sentence message that says, I just saw what's coming in the build next season. And then it has a side eye emoji and it has the uh, shush emoji, basically. Uh, so they're playing a little coy there uh, with all of the iRacing drivers and teams out there. But uh, that kind of sent the uh, sim racing community into a, a world of speculation. Yeah, I only saw it briefly. Uh, but yeah, I, I wonder what it's included. Um, I think that's a big, big point of contention around or not contention, but like you said, speculation uh, with Christmas coming up. I, I feel like there's going to be some surprises in there as there has been here lately. Yeah, people uh, started to brainstorm. I think there are a lot of theories of, you know, long time rumors of things that they uh, want, you know, want to come out and that might be have been in progress. Uh, so that is good. To, we're looking at the, the uh, calendars here and that's going to come pretty soon. We've got. Uh, the last week, I believe, uh, starts, I want to say, the week of December 1st. Uh, so for the North America uh, and, and everyone here, that'll be uh, November, Monday, November 30th. The last uh, week of official races will start. Then week 13, if I understand correct, will be the week of December 7th. And then from there, uh, it's time for the next season. Uh, so maybe we'll get a very interesting Christmas gift if the hype the unspoken hype of this kind of mysterious uh, uh, social media post comes through for us. Uh, looking at Twitter, some of the people's responses, more tracks, updates to the tires. Uh, I think rain is the biggest thing. You see a ton of responses on here of, of just memes of rain, hurt uh, people in hurricanes and things like that. I think it seemed like at least when I last looked through it, the, the consensus of excitement or theorizing was that rain might be on the way. Do you think that's a possibility at this stage? I highly doubt it. Um, I don't, I think with iRacing's track record, uh, yeah, they throw out surprises. I think that's a little bit of a big one to throw out. I mean, that would be a nice Christmas surprise. Um, but I don't get the sense that they're exactly close to that. Um, also, knowing iRacing's, iRacing's uh, marketing strategies, that's something they would probably tease for a good good year um because that's how you they think? tend to do yeah they tend to put out throw out little teasers of things and uh s- stuff like that so i mean that's how they've done with some of the tracks and some of the major updates um just to give an example how many weeks or months ago did they s- give a sneak peek of this grass update now that's one that might come in that's uh i was just gonna about to say that as i re- as i look at the twitter and see some of the recent responses today uh Somebody said rain, but then they mentioned, they, as they said, that updated grass. Uh, and that's something Probably. that we've seen. We've seen glimpses of that, of what that yeah. would look like. Yeah, I would, well, I've only seen the one picture. I haven't seen yeah. any video they put out. Um, my guess would be probably that's going to be in there. It looks like it was as complicated as it could be. Um, so it should be ready to go. Um, I, I kind of wonder what that's going to add. 
I mean, it would just give an the grass. So, so for anybody that's listening that doesn't know about that, what do you do? You know much about that, or what did you hear about it? I think I saw a, va- a vague picture of it in, on the iRacing Reddit. Um, I myself. think that's all there is. Yeah, um, I don't think there's been any more talk. I mean, I, I don't know exactly about the slickness was... of it or the way the car reacts or something like that. Well, no, that that's, what it was? no, I think that's that was actually addressed a long time ago. If you notice, I don't know Tyler if you remember, but I remember in the early days um, when I was in iRacing, the grass was as slick as ice. Um, and I think it was kind of like that in, in our 2003 too. Um, and here recently in the last several years since I've been on, um, going into the grass actually generates, and I think this is because of the dirt racing that they developed. Um, it feels better in the force feedback. It kind of slows you down. It's not slick. Um, and it produces, uh, graphical effects. Um, so, I mean, I don't, I don't think it's that. I think it's just the visual texture of it actually is, is 3d. Um, so expect that to uh, to take a hit on everything, including people in VR like me. That would that would just be perfect if it would just take a FPS drop to where it's unplayable, <laughs> just just for grass. <laughs> Obviously, you could turn it down, I'm sure. Yeah, and I probably would. I don't think I care that much about it. They'd give you uh, tall weeds, weeds to drive through, or, or a, f- a small field, just yeah, to give I it mean, some I, character. Yeah, I mean, I care. I care more, and I turn up. Uh, the settings so i can see the new one of the new features of the uh marshals and trackside workers i think that's more mm-hmm. cool and interesting um and i have yet i'm sure that's out there and everyone but me knows this or I'm, i probably sound like a complete idiot uh, but i haven't actually been reading up on the uh, releases for the last year um so i wonder if they i've yet to see them actually wave flags i've seen a couple of them with flags in hand but i don't know if they're actually animated like the uh like the blue the main flag, flag or yeah. anything like that yeah i haven't seen that yet um, that would be nice if it's coming. Um, I, I'm sure they could do it based on what they have programmed so far. I yeah. want to see uh, animated. It's already cut you off. I want to see animated pit crews for the IMSA type cars. That's what I want to see. That yeah, would be that, that, that would, would be, be the nice. Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would make my Christmas. <laughs> so you could dress them in their uniforms. Well, I just think. Well, I mean, if you can do it for IndyCar, and you can do it for <laughs> Cup and NASCARs, why can't you do yeah. it for for those? I mean, I know the equipment's slightly different, but. Just yeah. do it. Give it a lively paddock. You want a lively, realistic, uh, simulated paddock. That's what we're sure. that's that's what we play for. And I'm probably in the I'm I may be in the minority of those who enjoy the new ambient sounds. It just adds a whole new life in VR. Um, they, I appreciate your clip, it. yeah. When you do a clip of it, it sounds great. For some reason, um, I don't know if it's my PC or what, I've tried that that sound uh, to change it over. And when the engine sound ramps up, it's so trebly, or there's something about it that just messes with my ears and my head, and I just, Maybe it's just I can't take it. Might just be the headphones you're using. It, it could be. It's uh, I don't know what it is, but I've tried it because I I was one of the few that was not hearing the announcer sound. I remember a lot of our teammates were like, "Where's where's that talking coming from? Who's talking?" And and they didn't realize that that sound update included uh, ambient sounds of announcers and things like that. And I was never hearing that. I kept listening closely, turning and messing with my sound because I didn't understand how that was happening. And our whole group really, I think, was unaware of it at the time initially. So we didn't know what it was. And then somebody found out. Uh, but I never could hear it. I finally switched over because I wanted to see what all the fuss was about. And I just couldn't take it a few laps in with the sound, with how trebly it was for me. So maybe somebody out there that knows what I'm talking about and maybe there's a fix for that. Maybe they can chime in. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I mean, I, I like it. It sounds good for me. I liked it from day one. I first tried it in the BMW G, G4, GT4, and uh, I loved the sound of that car, and I thought it made everything sound better. 
Um, so, I mean, I'm excited for any updates they have in, in the audio as well. Um, that's one of the things I think iRacing has been lacking. If you watch videos of other, other sims, is just those tiny little details. Um, some of those aren't present where the physics and all that stuff seems to shine. Um, the little details aren't there in iRacing, I think. It, well, yeah, they, they made that change in, in that sound package and that update. So they're obviously paying attention to every little detail uh, as much as they can get to it. They're definitely active and focusing on adding those things in. And you can't, so like, we definitely can't complain about that. So looking at, uh, I'm looking at the Twitter. I see from that same guy that, that mentioned the grass, his name is Maxwell Fletcher. He responded to iRacing on Twitter. He kind of has a, an interesting uh, kind of brainstorm here. He says, uh, casual races, rain, that upgraded grass, a solution for minimizing net code. That would be nice. Uh, dirty Bristol. So I guess a, a dirt Bristol track, as we've seen in real life or, or talk of. Uh, better default fix setups. Uh, a reworked black flag system. A tire model redesigned with all the criticism all the criticism of pro drivers in mind, uh, a new pace car, which he puts in all caps. And finally a Dale jr. Driver model in said pace car. So that's interesting. I know the pace cars have been <laughs> sim- yeah. not that they matter that much. Uh, other well, they than- added the, the Silverado. Yeah. However many years ago for the, yeah. for the uh, dirt track stuff. A net code fix would be interesting. I think it's something we would appreciate. It wouldn't be a dramatic thing in the way that it would add something tangible, but we would sure appreciate in the long run having that happen or not happen if they were able to address it in some way. Because we've all had these egregious netcode issues and in, in close calls or trying to avoid wrecks that we uh, visually should have avoided, but as far as the code, we didn't. Yeah, it's true. Um, it seems like it's gotten worse lately. I don't know about you, but I, I've noticed it a lot more happen at critical times. Uh, where you wouldn't normally wreck and it upsets you and, and people tend to get mad and yell at each other and then realize that it was just net code and it causes wrecks where normally close racing would make it even more fun and it should be fun. Um, you get net code situation. I had one of those uh, Thursday night last night at the uh, bladenode.com pro cup series with cyber thunder um, coming around towards the last th- laps uh, got into one of the drivers there kind of slid up on him making a pass and uh the contact was felt and visibly on the replay you could see it um before the cars actually touched of course we did actually touch after that i slid up and thankfully kind of touched him square and we just kind of pushed each other up there was no real incident um but it seems like it's ever present the netcode issue yeah and another response on here uh another speculation of new damage model on all the cars uh, what do you think of that? I know we saw that rolled out there when I just was getting back into iRacing. Uh, then it was it was kind of pulled back from some of the cars after it came out. It's it's remained for the ARCA car, uh, some of the open wheel cars, right? Some of the newer ones, things like that. I know there's uh, we as a road team have been talking and joking about the LMP2 being a little bit of a tank. So it seems that it just doesn't. It's able to plow through cars and. It doesn't seem to sustain a whole lot of damage unless it has just a, a unique or very dramatic impact. Uh, what do you think about a new damage model for all cars or more cars, perhaps? Um, unless they've been working really hard 
I, unless they've been working hard, I don't see that happening for all the cars. Um, surely some more cars. Um, hopefully they would roll that back out for the cup car. I know that was a big, big fail when it happened. Um, yeah, so yeah. I mean, that would be my hope is they would at least inc- have fixed that and worked on it. Um, because we need that. We need the new damage model desperately on some of these cars. Um, I would love to see it on the BMW M8 and the rest of the GTEs. Um, that would be a game changer in that series as well. Um, so, I mean, it's nice. I enjoy it on the uh, GT4 car. Um, the sound differences are much better. Um, so, I mean, it just feels, the physics model just feels so much better. Yeah, I was going to uh, mention the sound aspect too. I noticed that when I am in the ARCA car on Wednesday nights in, that, in the Rising Stars League that we run in. And uh, I noticed that in the GT4 also when I wreck, which hopefully doesn't happen much. But in the ARCA car, it's, it's terrifying. You, you slide against the wall. And the sound is, is just dramatically bad. You, you think you've destroyed the thing. Uh, and then obviously with the tires and the hood and everything kind of bending a little more realistically, it's, it sucks to wreck. You hate to wreck in any race, league race, official or whatever. But, uh, it's, I mean, that's part of racing and, and that's uh, the realism that we're all here for and ultimately that we're all paying for. Yeah, I mean, it's, if you're going to wreck, it might as well be pretty, right? Yeah, exactly. Might as well it's going to happen. You, you may as well. Authentic. Yeah, you want to go back and watch it on a replay and, and think it's cool, at least. It's a little kind of uh, a consolation, I guess. So I'm, I'm scrolling down to Twitter on iRacing, just going through all the responses. Weather seems to be what everyone's hoping for. Uh, so everybody's Christmas wish, uh, wish here is uh, weather. Uh, rain specifically i don't know what new cars they could get um what was it we saw on the discord where there's a uh, a new dirt car is that something that's definitely been confirmed i'm not a dirt guy at all i don't race any dirt so i don't remember and i don't i just don't follow that to to notice it i don't get i don't get very excited about i wouldn't get very excited about that myself personally just because i know you and i neither of us are into into the dirt racing as much can't quite figure it out yeah i mean i enjoy it i love the i mean back in the day we went to several dirt late model local track and sprint car races yeah um, with raceway in virginia yeah i would love to get back into it just for old time's sake like that but it's i just can't figure it out for the life of me yeah bradley and i's dirt experience was actually that was that was a track near us in in uh, withville virginia and we actually went up there and watched Jeffrey Earnhardt uh, race in like the junior, it's just like a, a streetcar souped up with row bars to run on the high banks of With Raceway. Um, kind of like Bristol Motor Speedway, but dirt, high bankings. Uh, we got out there with, uh, during the sprint car races. We'd go down in the pits and, and watch the races. We, I don't think we ever sat in the stands. We always got pit passes. And yeah, watch the dirt late models and everything. So the idea of heat races and things like that and, and going sideways on the dirt corners is interesting. But yeah, it was in iRacing, I'm not not quite much on it. Yeah, it was fun to watch. Um, yeah. And we had the opportunity, too, to uh, not ourselves operate the vehicle, but we were uh, part of a vehicle that push-started and jump-started the uh, sprint cars. It was pretty interesting. Yeah, it was terrifying. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> on a wet, tacky track in a oh, yeah. Ford F-150 with high banks. Starting to go sideways as sprint yeah. cars are speeding Coming. by you. And if I remember it's correctly, it started raining somewhere in there. We jumped back on the track to help help uh, dry, get yeah. it back straight. Get it, yeah. get it Not really dry it, but get it straight, yeah. 
Um, so I'm looking here. Uh, it looks like things confirmed that we've discussed or may have discussed. Um, so confirmed is the adjustments to the license, to the track type. Um, yeah, well let's as, let's talk uh, about that a little before you go yeah. down, go through okay. it. Um, yeah, I saw this. This is something that has been confirmed. It's, I guess, it's interesting. I don't, I don't see it as a huge dramatic thing. Uh, it's uh, an article, uh, kind of runs through it on onlineracedriver.com. Ord. Uh, it's a sim racing news website uh, that is very active with articles every day, just about. And it's kind of our source for staying up to date on everything. It's an article by Dan Thornton at uh, ORD. And it talks about, uh, he's reporting on Greg West of iRacing's uh, posts in the forums about uh, confirming that season one, 2021 uh, will adjust the uh, iRating and safety rating adjustments for the different types of tracks. So basically uh, in the oval series, say the class A, B, C, uh, when they go to a road uh, circuit, uh, I think right now it affects your oval license when you're there. The splits are also determined based on your current oval license and, and it affects that safety rating. Uh, so starting in the new build, uh, your that will switch to your road status, your road I rating, your road safety rating at that time. It will be what determines your split and you'll get your points added or deducted in either rating based on, on the roadside rather than the oval, even if it's in class A, class B, you know, predominantly oval vehicle. Uh, and as the reporting says, and you can go read the full report, uh, what they're looking at for that is that will affect and maybe change uh, some road specialists getting to get into the, the top split or big events uh, for some of these races and these, uh, you know, oval cars on road circuits so you can kind of see the scenario in real life that would be um back in the day you know a decade or so ago the scott pruitt ron fellows boris said guys coming and being the road specialists kind of that uh, for i racing is is kind of how i would look at look at it based on this Yeah, and honestly, I think you probably understand or to know it more than I do. I, I saw it and, and kind of glossed over it a little bit. Um, I can't say I was prepared for a, a deep discussion of it, um, but a lot of comments I read, I really just skimmed through it just to see what the comments were and see what the reception is. Usually I can judge whether it's going to help me or not by the reaction of the majority. Um, and it seems like everybody was on board with it and thought it was something that was needed for a long time. Um, so I'm going to join the... Uh, group opinion and say yeah it's probably a good thing yeah you're going to go along with the herd oh absolutely i mean it I'm, only makes it only makes sense and and honestly um it shows i guess my attention to detail on some of these things i would have thought that that was already the case that was already how it worked so that's uh, i learned something from this article as well uh but again that's a thing that that greg west confirmed about the new build it's probably not the uh thing that they were were uh, teasing on the twitter i wouldn't think or it's kind of not uh what do you want to say maybe it falls a little flat so i'm, I'm gonna guess there's a bigger reveal coming uh, than this yeah i mean but this is something they threw they out were, there. yeah i don't think they were teasing that um, yeah. i think the big things and i'll i'll get to it after this uh, another side thing confirmed uh imza and lamas series official series license adjustments i'm um, gonna be bumped up a class or two um, and that's just to increase and improve uh, the level of racecraft. And that's what was released. 
Um, so that's another good thing. It's good for all of us because really the IMSA and Le Mans series is where we do a great deal of our weekly road racing um, outside of the MSR Road Challenge series. Um, so other than that, I think the big ticket items that we could see, um, a few things that are rumored and speculated that we know could be coming, uh, one of the big ones is Long Beach. Um, it was confirmed Long Beach was going to be finished. Of course, it was a tech track. Um, and we saw, at least I saw, Tyler, I don't know if you saw, um, they released a few sneak peeks of the uh, uh, roundabout area. Um, might be a fancy name for it. It escapes me right now. <laughs> um, but uh, that part of the track uh, completed, as well as some of the surrounding scenery, and it looked absolutely wonderful. Um, so I'm I'm going to speculate myself that that's probably one of the things. Um, they're going to give us Long Beach, I would hope, um, but that's one of the rumored things. Um, the other one, which would be uh, very sentimental for me and you, uh, is something that was mentioned on the fly, and there's really been no other talk about it from iRacing themselves, which is uh, Coca-Cola Super Speedway. Um, I could see that because of Coca-Cola being a sponsor of the primary Oval Series now, um, and some of their discussion of having that. Um, we could see that, and it could have come very quickly because it's not a real track. There's nothing to scan. There's no data to uh, put together. It's just something they have to model. Um, so, I mean, that would be interesting. Um, nothing really special about that track other than it's a huge super speedway that's fictional um, from the old NASCAR 2003 season uh, game that we all used to play. Um, so, I mean, that would just be a for fun kind of thing. I don't, I don't, I'm not super excited about it, but it would be cool to see that in up to iRacing standards. Um, other than that, I know one of the things uh, mentioned by Bruce Perry um on our discord was the big block modified with dirt oval i think we talked about it earlier um, i forgot what it was uh but that's been speculated and rumored to be coming um i think he knows and keeps up a little more about the dirt side of stuff uh, but that's the other thing um other things confirmed not to make it to the winter build uh, this next build um, is one of the newest road courses scan hockenheim ring um, so somehow that has been confirmed from what i'm reading um, not to be in this build it's coming, but it's not in this build. Right. Uh, yeah, so that'll be another treat for another day. Uh, Coca-Cola Speedway, yeah, I, I remember that from the NR2003 days. As I think about fictional tracks in NR2003, uh, anybody around from those days, which I know the new wave of sim racers on iRacing, especially the COVID sim racers, uh, would not know about this at all, and it's going to fall on... Uh, deaf and maybe uninterested ears but uh for anybody that that was around and started back then uh you may have gotten some of the fictional tracks because there were a, a little handful of those there that was kind of a thing there were there were some fictional tracks and people could design them uh, as well as the obviously the paint schemes libraries uh and pigs racing league you've heard us reference it a lot uh you see it in our bio on the madsimracing.com website that was our home league from the beginning in NR2003, that was uh, basically as, as we are to Cyber Thunder right now, uh, we were to Pigs Racing in that time, uh, and we raced several series, uh, several nights a week, and you get to know all the people and, and enjoy being around all the same people all the time, and, and that's, that's what it's all about. Well, they designed uh, several tracks that kind of spread around and got around the, uh, the sim racing community at the time there. Uh, Pigsport was one, Pigsville uh, super speedway, I want to say, and, and maybe one or two more. Um, 
interesting tracks. There was one that was built like a road course, but the physics were designed in such a way. And I think there was even some banking and this is over 10 years ago. So I'm, I'm not clear on it exactly, but it was basically a super speedway road course. If you can imagine such a thing. Uh, do you remember that one? I think they want to say it was Pigsport or Pigsville or something, but it was. A, was it there one uh, with the name was associated with Hockenheim? Maybe uh, so. Pig, pig's ring or something. It was always had a pigs in it. So if you if you uh, from those days ever raced at a pigs a track of some kind that was from that league and that particular track designer, we could probably pull some stuff up on if you googled it i bet you could find some kind of remnant yeah i'm looking it up now yeah look up some any pictures or something i, I swear i was looking within the last year and found just vague i have one of them uh, i'm actually on the pro board for pigs yeah. racing it still exists yeah. one was pigs creek uh, pigs Super creek Speedway. that's right yeah here they are hogenheim Hog- here's, here's <laughs> all the names here's all the names all right i'm gonna go through the names yeah um hogenheim um, and these were created by Dodge, which I now remember. It's an F1 style road course, Hagenheim. That Hagenheim, and that was a yeah. super speedway road course. Yeah. You didn't have to lift; you could draft these, at that road course. I think these were all super speedways. Yeah, um, they were. The physics, Pig, though. Yep. Yeah, so we got Pigsville Park, Pigsville Park GP, uh, Pigsport Super Speedway, the Pigs Speed Bowl, Pigs Creek Super Speedway, Pigs Peak, <laughs> and then Hogzilla, which was another high speed super speedway road course. I want to say one of them uh, was just ridiculous steep banking and super wide. Like they, these were some interesting, like, I mean, you obviously they're custom made tracks and you can have a field day with them. And they were just obviously not like anything natural or real life, but uh, you sure could have uh, some good races because uh, Friday nights, it was actually the night that we focused on because at the time uh, we, we really didn't have the talent or ability to do well at all at anything other than a drafting track. Uh, we just couldn't keep up with anybody really at any of the other tracks. And it seemed unthinkable as kind of new to it all. Um, so Friday night they had the Pigs Super Speedway Series. And it was a super speedway track every Friday night. So we, being very new and not very good at it, thought that every Friday night we had a chance to win or do well, which we did. I think we maybe won one of those races, though, overall. Um, and uh, so they designed these tracks and would sprinkle these tracks in. Because obviously, the, otherwise, you would only go to uh, Daytona Talladega every other week, maybe Coca-Cola, and that's it. And that's your, your series. And I guess that could get kind of boring kind of quick. So they designed a bunch of these interesting custom super speedways and uh, mixed them in the schedule. And other leagues and people started to find them, obviously, because they became public and you could download them and use them. And um, maybe got a little bit of a following. be interesting to know if... Anybody out there from those days uh, remembers any of those tracks? Yeah, but, I wonder uh, what came of those all the folks we raced with. Um, I've tried to look a, a few of them up, uh, whose names I knew in iRacing, and I've, yeah. I've not really found anybody. But anyway, that's that's another topic for nostalgia's sake one day. Yeah, so, so I get, where all of that is where I'm going with that as you bring up Coca-Cola. is be interesting if, if at some point iRacing uh, as a staff or as a, as a company – designed their own custom tracks like just a completely fictional track no retro value to it like coca-cola would be just a completely new track like a uh i mean you obviously in scanning tracks you're limited to to say road courses you're limited to the road courses in the world that are probably known well enough to where people would buy them Uh, but i'm thinking of you know people design racetracks people design golf courses 
Uh, there's an interest in the design and, and you can be really do creative things w with each new one. Uh, Coda is one of the newer ones in, in over the last decade or so, uh, things like that. So what, what's stopping iRacing from uh, not scanning, going out and scanning a track, but from just designing a purely fictional road course to, to their specs or to, you know, a sim racer's specs or something, just kind of inventing something. It's an interesting idea, I guess. Well, I'm I'm going to be the uh, <laughs> typical iRacer on the forums when there's a discussion like this, and I'm just going to chime in and shatter your your dream by saying whatever what what every single guy on iRacing would say in the forum in response to this, which is they have a lot of other things they need to work on. <laughs> okay, there's a lot of things they need to tweak and fix. Uh, we need multi groove racing back. Um, that's a hot button issue on the forum. Um, Tire model adjustments constantly come yeah. in. Obviously, you're not going to please everybody with that. Um, but there's always something that can be improved on the mechanics side. Yeah, I'm not um, I'm not going to complain. And never mind, we need a lot of tracks, especially road courses, that need updates. That's true. I, they I they do they have that to time, work on. Yeah, I would rather they spend time uh, redoing some of these older tracks um, than uh, just making fictional ones. Well, anything anything that they can update or do that doesn't require me spending fourteen more dollars is fine. I'll, I'll survive at the end of the day. And well, let's be honest; we're going to be throwing money at this the rest of our lives as long yeah. as our racing is around. So that that is will, true. Maybe once well invest. once they feel that they're not getting the income from <laughs> and iRacing, if you're listening, we love you and we give you all of our money, so we're not being critical. But once they feel like uh, we've they're not getting the income from from content, maybe then they'll create fictional new tracks and charge $14 for them. And we they, will buy them because that's just why we're here. Or they're going to start charging $5 for a set of tires. Yeah, that's, that's, that's where true. this uh, tire limit thing is going. No, they're going to charge Sim Racer coin. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I think that was part of our discussion on Sim Racer coin. It was. Yeah. That's that. I mean, that's if iRacing buys into it or, I mean, that's a whole big complicated uh, thing to, to yeah. theorize. Uh, well, whether I mean, you, the other thing with that, not to, turn this into a sim racer corn discussion again but the other thing is with the addition of that uh, tire limit that can be imposed by a league which cyber thunder does with the pro cup series um theoretically you could just like we talked about in the in the sim racer corn episode so i would refer everybody to that episode but you could technically charge money per tire set and say no you can't uh we'll give you everybody five sets but if if, this would be this would be convoluted and complicated. I was I was just going to say you'd almost need iRacing to buy into that and make a way for yeah. league managers to right. set tire limits for each driver or, or for team. each team. Yeah, yeah. That, Otherwise, that would take it's doable probably, but tires. Yeah, it's doable, I mean, but you need iRacing to buy into it. Otherwise, it's a great idea. Yeah, I mean, you could do it on the honor system, much like a caution claim. Just check yeah. everybody, but that I mean, would take a lot of work. I mean, I'm maybe just, you I'm could do it on the honor system. Yeah, I'm just throwing out different ideas. I mean, it would be interesting. Yeah, I mean that's I see where you're going with that. That's that's where we're as we were thinking in the Sim Racer Corn episode uh, about the marketplace that they wanted to open. I mean, if if iRacing bought into that, it would be limitless. So that's basically I think what we can all agree on there is how that would be nice, and and we'll see what happens with it. But yeah, you st I mean we're going down the rabbit hole of custom content, and uh, it's I think that's me being fascinated because I wish I could design a track. Just like any golfer wishes they could design their own golf course, there's just something interesting about that. I just I don't see that with iRacing. Yeah, I mean if and it, are you talking like uh, if they could like do it with Coca your own track? 
Kind of like a, an arcade game. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think that don't it's going to get to. I don't work. think you're going to get a situation where you buy a trade. You do like we do in yeah. trading paints and everybody can give it a shot. I don't think you're going to see that. And right. I also don't think you're going to see it opened up, obviously, like it was in NR 2003, where those guys could make tracks like Pigsport and things like that and just do it and distribute it and everybody share it for free. We're not going to see that because iRacing is an active uh, profit-making place. Well, yeah, there's, there's a lot more of a paywall. Obviously, yeah. NASCAR They're not gonna three was, up. was totally modded. It was The game itself that you purchased was just cup racing with a strict field right. and everything else was user-created. Yeah, which is which is generally where you get the best content. Look at Flight Simulator; <laughs> it came out. It was a strong product on its own, and then they've pretty much left it open to modders and third parties to create the rest of everything. Yeah, we know we know Bradley likes to take off and land his planes, and then sit there. Sure do. Sit there and space out in the middle of those two exciting activities, and just fly in the sky and look around. <laughs> I've been uh, flying around some racetracks here lately, trying yeah, to land. Yeah. One. Land on Indianapolis Speedway. Oh, sure, in a 747. On a long stretch. Uh, what was I going to I was just going to say, uh, you you took my train of thought away. I just had a very a, a groundbreaking hot take that I was going to throw out, throw out here. Um, I completely lost it. But Thanks uh, for a good radio, yes? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, just all of those are all speculative. Did you have anything else in your in the list that you went down, or is that that did, everything? Did, did that's I mention confirmed did I mention or not? Speedway. No, you didn't. I don't think you did. So, uh, so yeah, they scanned iRacing scanned uh, Hickory Race or Hickory Speedway, the local short track here in North Carolina, um, that have actually been by several times here lately um, through travels. So uh, yeah, they've scanned that. So there should be a, another short track coming. Um, it'd be nice to see that in this build. Um, it'd be really nice to see uh, content for everybody for Christmas. So give us Long Beach for the road racing. Give us uh, Hickory Speedway for the short track guys and the oval guys. And maybe a dirt track here or there or the the uh, new dirt car. And give everybody a little something. I think that's what would end up happening for Christmas. You know iRacing. They seize on every marketing opportunity for every season and everything. Um, and they're good at it. They're good at their marketing. Well, I remember, and I've mentioned this in a past episode, uh, you and I getting spa in the Williams F1 car on Christmas morning. I mean, that was a Christmas gift. We were sitting there racing, I racing on Christmas morning, driving this car in this track. Yeah, I'll see what they come out with. Um, I'm sure they won't release any new road content given the uh, LMP2 and the Corvette. Um, so, yeah, we, and we can have a Christmas episode of the podcast in December, and we can discuss what, whatever's possible. new yeah. yeah whatever new sim racing content we want to get for ourselves for christmas and discuss that yeah we can break that down and i just remembered the uh what i was going to mention before that i blanked out on came back to me as you were talking um talking about as we were talking about content uh tracks you know people making tracks and creating tracks and i racing wouldn't open it up like that because they're making money and i mean say people could start designing and selling tracks or doing services to design tracks and then sell them. Uh, I mean, you see enough of that as is, I mean, they do let people more or less make money off of providing paints and libraries uh, from, I mean, there's, a, as we've discussed in the sim race, coin episode, there's a whole mini economy around sim racing and iRacing because not only do you have uh, paints, paint schemes that, you know, typically 15 to $25 per scheme, uh, but you also see all these different things pop up uh, as services that people offer for iRacers, uh, whether it's products from the big companies that do rigs 
to the iRacing iFlag that you see out there, which is the LED light kind of box that uh, changes colors with whatever the flag is. Uh, all those different kind of gadgets. Then you have uh, different services. Uh, for a time there, we found and we're chatting with uh, and a real-life European race engineer that offers uh, race engineering services to iRacing drivers and teams, as well as real-life racing drivers and teams. Uh, but they literally plug in with teams and join you in a virtual testing session and gather and analyze and help you analyze your data uh, to get faster and find out what you're doing right or wrong. And obviously there's a, a cost involved in that because it's a service, but that's people making a living more or less, whether it's a, a main job and they're doing well enough on it alone, or it's a side job, side project, they're still making some money off of it or some income all on iRacing, based on iRacing. So that's, that's something that just popped in my head, uh, thinking of all the different things out there. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of possibilities, um, a lot of things, um, a lot of markets available in sim racing. I mean, there's so many different components to it. Um, ways to make money. Um, I mean, it's a very niche thing, but even within sim racing, um, there's different different products, different items, um, and people are developing new ones all the time. Um, so, I mean, it's just a matter of capturing something that that people would use. Yeah, you see, all, I mean, you see just surprising things. The race engineering service as a service uh, surprised me, and that's the first thing that comes to mind. Um, but any of these things that people are frankly inventing that you know like the iFlag and things like that uh, that you can then go and and purchase or look into uh, you see a lot of these different things uh, with leagues or in, on teams because they provide sponsorship to some of the different series and it's just interesting how endless it seems some of this stuff oh yeah absolutely uh, so th did you have anything else on the list or as you kind of were running down um, the build as you were kind of reading and researching, did you see anything else or did we pretty much go through everything? That's, that's pretty much it. Those are the main highlight. Um, like I said, big ticket items. Um, hopefully there'll be a few surprises in there, but honestly, I would just be happy with, uh, with Long Beach. I mean, that would be awesome. Yeah. We, we did one race, you and I in the ERA league back in the spring at Long Beach Tech Track. And, and uh, it's—I mean, if you see the picture, if you haven't seen that, I haven't. Up. No, I haven't. Look, look it up. It's somewhere either on the iRacing Twitter, or on the message boards, somewhere. Um, somebody posted a picture of of that part of the track, and it looked absolutely stunning. Just the surrounding uh, scenery of Long Beach and that that course um, is beautiful. Yeah, I, mean, I would expect it, it great. to. Yeah, I would expect it looked it absolutely to. great compared to the barren wasteland it was with the tech track. <laughs> And it was, I enjoyed the track. I'm not, oh, I yeah, wasn't good. I can't say how many times I would overdrive those tight street corners and push into the, the uh, oh, yeah. tire wall, but still. I would, I would almost, uh, if, if they release that for the Christmas build and we have a good remainder, remaining portion of the season for the MSR challenge, I'd almost try to talk uh, John into uh, throwing <laughs> that into the schedule. As always, next amazing. season. There's always next season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Um, so to wrap up this whole topic, um, Let's uh, let's take a poll here because obviously we're going to find out one way or the other. Um, so let's take a let's set a gamble here. Uh, so for you, what do you think on a scale of one to ten? Let's say a scale of one to ten of of one being not at all, ten being absolutely. What do you think the odds are that it is what everybody is is hoping for, which is weather as in rain? What do you think? Scale of one to ten. Uh, zero. Zero. 
Yeah, you're not. You're not. You're hundred. You're hundred percent. You don't yeah, think I'm they've 100%. been. You don't think they've been secretly designing windshield wipers and all this stuff. All these. All the I, moving pieces that would go into it. I, I don't think. I mean, I think they already have windshield wipers, don't they, for the road dirt cars? But, oh, really? Uh, that I tells think, you again. I, I don't. So. I don't race those, so I, I would have no idea. I, I don't either, but I think I've seen videos. There's obviously um, a non-working windshield wiper on the LMP2 and and all those. Yeah, I. I just I don't see it because think like it's a I zero. Said, I, I, yeah, I know iRacing's marketing style, <laughs> and they would tease the hell out of it. Well, how months. could you tease? You can't tease it if I mean it's just going to yes, they're going to know right if, away. If you can tease a damn picture of of still grass, just three D model that didn't even look realistic, um, you would tease. The, well, that's not the hell a, that's not a, is that a tease? Or I mean, that's telling you exactly yeah, what's coming. Tease. Yeah, but I'm sure there's more to it than that. I mean, what, how are they going to tease rain? They're going to they're going to tweet out a picture of a puddle. They could, yeah, and that's it. Just a real, just a, piddle, a just, puddle just, outside of iRacing offices. I, yeah, I just, I think the complexity <laughs> of the rain and the reality. I mean, it would look nice, but the reality is, who who wants to race in rain anyway? Well, other than for realism, I hear anyway. a lot of people out there saying, "Well, they're begging for it, and then they're going to." That just watch the uh, Turkish Grand Prix. I can hear a lot of people saying that they would like to. And then here's the other thing: How do you? I mean, I'm sure you would use some sort of algorithm, but how do you determine when the rain starts and stops and in what races it rains? You see what I'm saying? There's yeah, there's so much yeah. factored into that. Well, we also, I mean, you and I would have said back in the day of, of in our 2003, uh, they're never going to do anything where it's it goes from day to night or anything no, like that. No, that was more realistic because a lot yeah. of games in the past. Now, what, what surprised me was dirt. I never saw dirt coming, and they did yeah. surprise us with that. So, I mean, yeah, I, I think eventually in the total overall history of iRacing, we'll get rain, um, but it's not going to happen in this build. Hashtag soon. Yeah. I, I think we're going to probably, if we get enough research and actually get, get to where we're, we know more what we're talking about or get some more insight, uh, rain is going to be a future of sim racing episode on yeah. of its own. Uh, there's plenty to talk about or theorize about, but we'll we'll try to do our homework on that if we were to yeah. do a full episode. Right. But uh, so you so uh, to finish up, you say zero. I'm going to go out on a limb and uh, try to win this, and I'm going to say a two. And that's really just to try to to uh, catch you unaware. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, there's you not, know, there's nothing you know our tagline. Our tagline is "Into the Apex, the least informed iRacing podcast." <laughs> it's it's not so hot takes. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah. uh, we're we're your everyday uh, everyday sim racer here, but uh, but anyway, we'll see what it is. It's exciting to to see some rumors. We know it's coming soon. It's weeks away, and we'll find out what's coming. What we can get excited about for Christmas is it a new product that will take our money, or is it a new feature that will be free and we'll just. Uh, Kind oh, of, of course it's going to take our money. <laughs> is it a new feature that will get us all out on track a little more uh, to try to experience whatever it is? Uh, so we will see. And uh, we have Thanksgiving next week, but we still may throw out uh, some kind of special episode of Into the Apex. And uh, until then, keep an eye on MadSimRacing.com, the all-new MadSimRacing.com. Uh, check out the redesign over there and uh, check out all of our sponsors and supporters of iRacing and Mad Sim Racing. Uh, until next time, this has been Into the Apex. You've been listening to Into the Apex. Apex. Presented by Mad Sim Racing. Follow and join the team at madsimracing.com.